0: My name's Peter from the Colonel Panic Podcast, and uh, if anyone's ever listened to the show, you'd realize that I purchased a Raspberry Pi probably about 12 months ago, and at the time I thought I'd use it for uh, home automation, because I run Hey You with the X10 stuff, but then I'm really already doing that on the Mythbox, and considering the Mythbox is on more or less whenever we're in the house and want to use home automation, well, I thought, well, there's not much really anyway and then i thought ah, uh, I'll, I'll put xbmc on it which i did and that was fun for the first 15 minutes just having a muck around with it but really over the years i've sort of got all my tvs and in each room we each have a sort of laptop that we have xbmc myth front ends on so that the home entertainment side of things really is pretty well covered with all different netbooks and and um Dedicated myth ends for the televisions and projector and all that sort of stuff. So the pie came out of the cupboard once or twice, you know. I, I might decide, oh, okay, I'm going to install one of the distributions and try an emulator or something. And, and I, I happen to have a, a I don't know, 21 inch one or 19, I think it was, sitting in the cupboard. So I thought i oh, will hook it up to that. And, you know, I'm, i get the urge to do something. But after a while, I got bored of it. So what I thought one day, I don't know where I got the idea from, but I've always had an old weather station here, which really, it sends a signal back to just a, a sort of dedicated little little monitor that really doesn't do much. just told you the wind speed and temperature outside and inside and the humidity and rainfall. Although well, the rainfall one stopped working some time ago. And as it turned out, we had Jeff Hogan on the Colonel Penny podcast. And here's the project leader of Bodie Linux. And as I was doing a bit of research, um, I happened to notice that Bodie Linux is available for the the ARM and you know the Raspberry Pi. And I thought, okay, I'll grab it and I'll put it on there and I'll have a play around with it. As It um, uses Enlightenment and we had uh, also interviewed Rasterman, who started the Enlightenment project many years ago. Um, and so I was keen to get and um, have a play with the new release, Enlightenment 17, which is on Bodhi Linux. Anyway, we had Jeff on, and we discussed, you know, Bodhi and all that, and then, and I had set up my Raspberry Pi with it, and once again, it was almost at the time when it was going to go back in the cupboard, and I thought, oh, there must be something I can do with this. And I was looking on eBay, and I came across a weather station that was able to hook up to a computer and you could download all the information off the weather station, record it on your Windows machine. And I thought, well, if people are doing this in Windows, surely someone's written something where you could do it in Linux. Now, after a bit of searching around, I came across the PI-W-W-S, that's PAPA. Yankee, Whiskey, Whiskey, Sierra, which is the Python software for USB wireless weather stations. After going through, or just looking around and looking at the pictures, well, a lot of the stations look very similar to the one that I was looking at on eBay. And I thought, oh, bugger it, I'll I'll buy it. And I also read um, that, although it does list uh, quite a few weather stations on the uh, you know google code page for Pi wws it also goes on to say that any that use easy weather windows software is probably going to be compatible and and that so happens is what this one i got used so i thought oh well bugger it i I'll, I'll buy it it's um it was 99 dollars for you know which is a pretty good price i thought because the actual screen it comes with even if you weren't going to do you know hook it up to a Raspberry Pi or in fact um, your Linux computer you, you'd be more than happy just to have this screen sitting somewhere that you, you go up and page back through all the history and it records I think it said about two weeks worth of data and uh, that could be wrong um, but if it isn't two weeks it's more than two weeks it might even be as much as a month there it'll hold before the memory fills up and you've got to clear it um, there's also and if you're not into Linux there's there's the weather software that came with Easy Weather. It's, uh, it's pretty average, really. It's, it looks like something that you would have run back in 1995 when you had Windows 95. But um, there's a, a project called Cumulus that looks very good. And unfortunately, I tried to get that running in mine, and it ran fine in mine. The actual program did, but you could not connect it to the, to the, uh, the weather station because the software asked for a COM port. Now I did read how you do assign com ports in wine, it's just a simple matter of, of uh, looking for your device in um, forward slash dev, forward slash usb, forward slash h-i-d-d-e-v-0 and you make that link to your wine directory forward slash dos devices forward slash com and zero or com1, whatever you wanna want to do, but unfortunately it still didn't work. But anyway, I did all that and I still couldn't connect the stimulus to it, which was unfortunate because I would have liked to have um, used that on my laptop as the software for this thing. But it does work in VirtualBox, so I suppose that's you know, better than booting into like Windows anyway. So, um, but as it turns out, that, that's not what I wanted. What I wanted to be able to do was download the information off the weather station and upload it onto the internet. And that way, you know, if I'm riding along my mower, um, because I, I work at a golf course and spend a lot of time, this, especially this time of year sitting on the mower, um, it would be handy to be able to just jump on my phone and, and just log on to the internet and let's see, you know, what the weather's doing, what the, what the wind speed is, how hot it is, whatever. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. Anyway, rather than sit here and rattle off a bunch of commands and go through every step that I had to do to get high weather station up and running, what I thought, I might just uh, outline a couple of caveats. I'll, um in the show notes, I'll put a link to the Colonel Panic Podcast forum where you can go through and just follow a how-to, you know, with all the commands that you need to, or just Google it. I mean, that's all I did. I come across a few places that um, told you how to do it. The only difference I did was I was using Bodhi Linux, uh, but Bo- uh, Bodhi, the, uh, the Raspberry Pi port of Bodhi is based on Uh, Weezy anyway, so you know if you use Weezy or Raspin I'm sure this would all be very similar The um, the only thing you have to do first, and this is really the only bit that stuck me Was because in the repos some of the things like in particular the first one you come across is Siphon and you're going to say, okay, what what the heck is Siphon anyway? Well, Siphon is a compiled language that generates the C Python extension modules. These extension modules can be loaded and used by regular Python code using the import statement. Well, at least that's what Wikipedia says. I, I really got no idea, but all I did was know that the um, that the version in the Bodhi repos was only versions oh, 15, I think, or something, and that pywws wanted version 16, or I should say actually uh, 0.16, and if you have a look on the internet, well, the latest package is scython 0.17.4, so I pull that down, and and you have to compile that. Um, Now, the first few times I tried to do it, I come up with an error and when I read back through the logs I had absolutely no bloody idea um, you know what it was trying to tell me of course after I do my googling and I can't find the answer anywhere I turned to my mate Jay Lindsay, as um, the Colonel Pentagon cast listeners know him as the J man and I said go Jay Lindsay, what the hell's going on here and I pasted the logs in a paste bin and Jay Lindsay had a look at it and said well that's not telling us a lot and I thought well (laughs) <laughs> it's not bloody telling me nothing, that's for sure. But Jay Lindsay was able to find out that um, a lot of people are, are, are having trouble compiling stuff on the Raspberry Pi because they're running out of memory. And as soon as he said that, I bloody remembered reading about this um, ages ago. And, and the first thing you have to do, you have to go and start the Raspberry Pi configuration, which is, you know, pseudo uh, R-A-S-P-I, dash config and you have to go down and look for the memory split because you're running out of main memory what you have to do is allocate less memory to the gpu uh, the default is 64 i reduced it down to 16 and then went and uh, you save that and you're, you're going to have to reboot so you know make sure you do this first um, and then um, after that well that was really the only problem after that i didn't have any. Trouble compiling any of the stuff I had to do and keep in mind that my Raspberry Pi is only the 256 me version and you probably won't have um, the same problem if you have the later version anyway as it has twice the amount of RAM now there's a number of things you have to go through and compile um, yourself because the instance that they're asking for 1.0.9 um, and also the Siphon HID API um, and you've got to pull that down from Git And um, but like I said I, I won't go through all this I'll, I'll put um, in the forum there and, you know, a step-by-step guide that I, I followed I followed a couple of people's guides as I was going along um, but virtually it, it really didn't take too long uh, I suppose I probably spent about half an hour going going through it and doing it. Um, and it would have been a hell of a lot quicker had I not come across that compile error and run out of RAM all the time. And once you get it installed, um, it's just a simple matter of running the Python test and if all's gone well, you'll get a bunch of numbers, you know, scroll across across your screen, and that's virtually telling you that the that it is probing your weather station and getting a return of all that data. And then, of course, once you've got all the data, then you have to go and do something with it all. And fortunately, High comes with a bunch of templates that you can go through and you can set up. I I really haven't looked at Weather Underground before but um and actually Jay Lindsay told me that um uh, who bought it? Weather zone the weather channel just bought it actually. It's a pretty popular site from what I understand and actually looks pretty good. But anyway, so you can upload it to Weather Underground or in my particular instance I just wanted to upload it um to weather dot dot net and um, once again and it's typically there's there's a few things you can upload like your you know twenty four hour It just makes uh, a PNG of of like the charts and graphs that you can. or it it um, that it generates like the, a twenty four hour full featured um, PNG which gives you your humidity, temperature, and dew point in one of the charts. And under that you've got your wind speed, which is gust and average. Then it's got uh, wind direction, which is plotted across a graph just with north, west, south, east, and so on. Rainfall, unfortunately, we haven't had much of that here um, where I am at the moment, which is a bit sad. And pressure in uh, hectopascals. And you can change it. Uh, the default was for wind speed and that to be in miles per hour, but it's not hard to go in and change to kilometres per hour. Uh, one, once again, I'll, I'll just put a, um, a link to the different um, charts you can have, uh, you can have a seven day chart, a monthly charts. Um, I really haven't played with all of them yet because I've only had this thing running for about four days so uh, I haven't gathered a hell of a lot of information. But anyway, for those of you who have um, a Raspberry Pi sitting up in the cupboard and really don't have much to do with it, I think you could do a lot worse than to spend the 99 bucks and i'm sure if you look around, you can find it cheaper too you, know, you, you might get out of it for you know 50 or 60 dollars and i think it's 50 or 60 dollars well spent on one of these weather stations so they're pretty good um, considering but anyway um thanks for listening uh, and like i said fair income you do yourself a favor and you won't go too far wrong okay see you later <laughs> You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast... Then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomencom Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All Binrev projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons attribution share alike creative commons license